Hello, everyone. Welcome to the BYU Pre-Med Podcast, hosted by myself, Kai Anderson, where we will discuss everything you need to know to become a well-rounded, well-prepared medical school applicant. All right, so today we're talking about volunteering. And when we talk about volunteering, lots of people... They just see that big number of hours. You know, it's usually about 300 hours we're trying to get to, and it scares them. And honestly, we probably want more than 300 hours. University of Utah, for instance, is looking for students with, you know, 600 hours plus. So that's a lot of community service, a lot of different opportunities that you're going to have to take advantage of. But the good news is you have time to do it. You just have to start now. And so before we jump into different volunteer opportunities or which ones you should look for in particular, let's talk about why med schools are looking for this. First off, I think the biggest reason is that it shows altruism. And I guess we could say that this isn't true altruism because we're doing it to look good on our med school application, but it does show that that we're willing to help in our communities. So it's gonna take some effort to go out and serve others and not really get anything in for it in return, at least for your efforts directly. The second one is it shows that you have good time management. Getting 600 hours of service while maintaining good grades and doing all the other things, that's gonna be tricky. And it means that you're gonna to have to figure out how to balance your time well. And it's also something that you just can't procrastinate and then do in the last six months before you apply to med school. It's gonna take a lot of time. And so it shows that you're able to think ahead, to plan out what you're doing. And then in third, it shows what you're really passionate about. You're not going to spend 600 hours doing something just so so you can put it on your med school application. This is gonna be something that really shows the people, oh, this is what this guy cares about, or this is what this girl cares about. So with that being said about passions, it leads us to the question, what opportunities should I look for? Now, the big thing that I want to get out of the way um, right at the start is that you do not need to go on a humanitarian trip. Lots of students think, oh yeah, this is great. I'll do one of those, you know, seven day trips or month long trips or whatever, where basically all day, every day where visiting kids in orphanages, maybe building hospitals or schools. I know there's lots of different ones out there. Those honestly don't look that great to med schools because it's just a week-long thing. They want to see something that you can do consistently, and that's part of your daily grind. And since it is going to be something that's consistent and you're going to be doing it for a long time, it needs to relate to your passion, like I said earlier. And so this goes back to what I discussed in my last episode about creating your story arc. Whatever your passion is or whatever your arc is that you're going for there, make sure that your service can fit into that. And then this is where it becomes real. It's not just something that you can say you're doing, but it actually has to be your passion if you're going to put that much time into it. So a couple of examples of this, if your passion is in mental health, then you're probably going to focus on mental health based service that you're doing. I'll give some examples of that one later, actually. If your passion is helping the elderly, or if that's what your arc is, focus on that. You know, maybe you can visit assisted living centers. 
If your passion is providing a better quality of life for the lower class or the disadvantaged, then focus in on that. Whatever your passion is, you can find service opportunities related to that. Sometimes it requires you to be creative, but stick to it and find those ones that work because those are going to be the things that you're actually going to stick with and do. You're not just going to stick to something because it's going to look good. You're going to stick to it because you actually like doing it. So take some time to figure out what your arc is and then think, okay, what can I do to make a difference in that area right now? The reason, another reason why volunteer hours are, are important is because it shows med schools that you didn't have to wait to get a medical degree to make a difference, but you went ahead and made a difference even without that degree. And now getting that degree will help you to make a bigger difference in the area that you're passionate about. So I'll talk about some logistics in finding opportunities. So first, don't shy away from opportunities that require applications or extensive trainings or responsibility. Med schools will love this and it will also probably be much more enjoyable and rewarding for you as well. There's a couple service things that I've done. I'll talk about them in a little bit more depth in a second here. But the ones that I've really enjoyed have been the ones that have actually required application and trainings because it's usually something a little bit more meaningful. It's not something that you can just start doing right away and be really good at, but it's going to require you to gain some skills. Oh, that sounds like something med schools would love. So as you can see, you know, don't shy away from those things. Put in the time. You can even count that time as your service hours. You know, you're training to be able to give better service. That's that's service hours. So I've broken down some categories here and obviously there are a lot of opportunities out there that I'm not going to talk about, but these are the ones that I've either participated in, done some research and looked at, or have first firsthand accounts um, from my friends who have done these, done these ones as well. So first off, like I mentioned earlier, um, lots of people are passionate about mental health. So let's look at opportunities about mental health. The first one that I like to talk about is called Crisis Text Line. Now this is a website, a platform I guess, that is out there for people to text in if they feel like they are in crisis. Usually these crises involve depression, anxiety, abuse, suicide, you know, these really serious matters. Similar options to something like this, just so you get an idea of what the crisis text line is like or other ideas would be things like a suicide hotline. Um, I don't know a whole, whole lot about suicide hotlines, so I'm just gonna talk about crisis text line. That's where I have my experience. But this shows med schools a lot of things other than just you're willing to put in the hours. It shows that you can stay calm under pressure. If you're t texting in to someone or someone texts in and they are having serious suicidal thoughts and they're thinking about ending their life, you're going to be in a pre in a situation under pressure there and it might be uncomfortable and this and if you're volunteering to do that on a regular basis it's showing that you're not shying away from those uncomfortable situations which is a great skill to have as a doctor and then other information about crisis text line this one required i think it was about 30 hours of training to get going and an application as well. I'm pretty sure they basically just accept everyone, um, but they want you to be able to do 200 hours of this. So if you're doing this, um, be all in on it. 
that's about four hours a week for a year. Or you could spread it out a little bit more than that too, I guess. An advantage of this one as well is that it's very flexible. This is an opportunity where you can do it from your home, on your computer, you know, you just find a quiet place and you just take a couple hours at a time and you can you can help those people for two hours. Another opportunity in mental health is the Wasatch Mental Health Clinics. There's a couple around the area. So there's two different opportunities within this organization for volunteers. The first one is assisting preschool children with autism to learn basic life skills. And there's locations for that in Provo, Orem, Spanish Fork, and Saratoga Springs. That I have a friend who does this and she says she loves it. It's a great time. Um, you know, you get to spend time with kids. You feel like you're making a difference. It's great. The other one, it's called Vantage Point, and this one's just in Provo. So in this one, volunteers will be assisting youth ages 13 to 18 with their homework, social skills, and exercising healthy strategies for coping with various struggles. For this one, you need to be 21 or older. And then there's a number here of someone that you contact. So if that sounds like something that interests you, I'd highly recommend looking at looking into that. That would be something awesome for you know you to put on a on a. That would be something great to be able to put on a medical school application, and you can. I'm sure you'd gain lots of experiences there that you could talk about in the interview as well. So those are the two main ones I want to talk about for mental health. Um, the next area of interest that I'm going to address is like if you're interested in helping the disadvantaged. So lots of ideas here. I'll just talk about some of the ones I've done and kind of my reviews on them. So the first one is Habitat for Humanity. And this is an easy one to get involved in. You don't have a whole like any trainings or anything. You just have to go onto their website, register, and then show up. And they have a location in Provo, which is nice as well. And if you're going in the winter time, it's going to be a little bit more boring work. Um, helping clean up around the shop and things like that. But the really exciting and interesting ones are going to be in the spring, summer, and fall. And so this is a, you know, a great summer activity. You can plan it in. So basically what Habitat for Humanity does is they're going to, you're going to be helping in building homes for people who have been made homeless or who are in rough situations. Really fulfilling. If you like getting um, getting active in your service and you know being outside, this is a great opportunity for, for you. The next one is food banks. Um, there's a ton of food banks around the area. Um, lots of times it's kind of hard to get a volunteer opportunity there, I've found. Um, but just reach out. You never know. There will probably be a place for you to be able to, to help out there. And that's another one where it's easy to kind of, you know, put in a couple hours a week or so. Um, maybe just go once a week and you're able to do that really consistently. Another one, this is through Red Cross, but it, you put together maps. Areas prone to natural disaster or drought. And so basically what you do is you're looking at satellite images and you're mapping them out so that if there is a natural disaster or a drought, People know where the roads are. Um, this would be like rescue teams coming in, 
Um, they know what areas to avoid. They know where their homes are so they can go help people. They know how to get water to places in the most efficient way. Uh, it's, it's a really easy way to rack up those hours. You know, you can do that on your computer. Anytime you just log in, you have to be a Red Cross volunteer and that requires just a very minimal amount of training. And once you once you've done that and you're a, a member of the Red Cross and you're able to do that. So other than, you know, those two kind of in this miscellaneous category, we have things like teaching music or sports or tutoring. And you can set these things up on your own if you'd like. But I found that YServe has great programs set up to do all these things already. And so log on to YServe. It's a great resource for pre-meds. And join early. Um, join these groups early and you can eventually hold a leadership position in them as well. Which is a great addition to your med school application. So there's lots of other opportunities on YServe. I would definitely recommend going through, looking at those, finding the ones that interest you. Maybe that's where you find what you're passionate about, is looking through those and being like, that's something that I could really see myself doing for a couple hours every week. Another opportunity apart from YServe would be um, being a Red Cross blood donor ambassador. And so I've done this a little bit. Honestly, it's a little bit boring, but it is an easy way to get lots of hours. And basically what you're doing is you're going to places where they're doing blood drives and you're helping people get checked in, making sure that people are showing up to their appointments. There's tons of blood drives all the time, so this can be really flexible. And also while you're there, you know, you can be doing homework and other things when it's not too busy. So it's an easy way to, to get some hours. And then lastly, just think about all the things that you've done either in the church or on your mission and be creative with how or be creative with what you're viewing as service. You know, did you teach English on your mission? Count that as service. Even if it was a mission companion that struggled with learning the language and you spent language study with them, helping them learn how to speak. Those count as volunteer opportunities as you've helped someone gain an important skill. So I mentioned callings too. You know, were you the pianist in your ward or the choir director or the primary teacher, Sunday school teacher, elders quorum president? Each week we we rack up a bunch of hours, you know, even if it's just on Sundays in our callings. And so don't be afraid to include those in, in your service hours. The church has provided us with a lot of ways to serve those around us, which makes sense as it's one of the missions of the church is to give service to others. And so with all that being said, my challenge to you is now to figure out what your passion is, if you haven't already, and then find at least one long-term service opportunity regarding to your passion and register for it, apply for it, and get started with it right away. So thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to you joining next week as we discuss job shadowing.